Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's the Friday morning episode. But you get it on Thursday evening if you're a subscriber to the IFS. Um, even if you're not a subscriber to the IFS, you'll get to see this one in glorious visual form. Uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, it'll be on YouTube for everyone to see from 6am on Friday. If that's what you're into. Christ alive knows why, but uh, there you go. You can watch us doing what we do. I've just had a, a message through from my son's school. Should mm. we read that out? Oh, live yeah, on? go on, yeah. Uh, is, uh, there's a letter about accessing the online revision platform, GCSE Pod. That's not very interesting, is it? Mm. Sorry about that. That could have been better. Well, school was um, on my mind a lot because old Leonard started secondary school and he flew into it for the first few weeks. But mm-hmm. he's hit a brick wall now, and he's Uh-oh. he's not a happy lad. And uh, oh, you know, I won't go into all the details to protect his own privacy. But of course, G- GPDR. I think yeah, it. there is. Yeah, but he, and he's pretty hot on that stuff. Very hot. We play fast and loose with that on this podcast, especially you. But it's such a shame. It's such a shame because you know, not to make it about me. But as a dad, and there'll be other dads' parents listening, is that it's yeah. it is hard because your kid's at school and he's not happy. He's you know mm. doesn't really want to go, and it, I'm sure it's very normal. Like year seven, I remember when I started. Any anyone starting secondary school, there's issues, but it's just one of those ones where there's only so much you can really do. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As a parent, so it's frustrating, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because you want to try and fix a situation. And yeah. you can't really, they can only kind of fix it themselves. You can talk to the school or whatnot, but, you know, ultimately that you can't just like roll into town and sort of start fixing things. That would be awful and embarrassing and would probably fail. But I can tell you that it sort of really fucking hangs over you all day. Do you know what I mean? Because you're just worrying oh, yeah. and thinking about it all the time. Your kid's there out of your jurisdiction, if you like, and, and you're you worried don't know that, what's going on. Yeah, and you're worried they're not happy. But at the same time, yeah. you don't know... If everything, I mean, there was a couple of instances when my daughter was younger and she wasn't happy at school. And I went in like a bull in the china shop a couple of times, like emailing teachers and making Mm. complaints. And then on reflection, I sort of thought to myself, well, I'm not, you know, you can't always, like your kid might be exaggerating how bad things are. Do you know what I mean? Or Mm. you might be getting the wrong end of the stick. So I'll play it differently this time from experience. Do you know what I mean? But... Yeah, it's just it's a bit of a downbeat start to the pod, but what can I tell you? It's just what's on my mind. Thing about me is, I get one thing on my mind, and then I can't shit. Nothing else can take its place for a while. I just have to let it ride yeah. itself out. Yeah, well, I'm sorry to hear that, and hope hope things pick up for Len soon. I'm sure they um, will. I'm sure they will. I'm, I'm sure they will. 
I'm sure they will, because these things, you know, take a bit of bedding in time, doesn't it? Mm. New school. It's like a new job. Every, anything new takes a bit of bedding in there. That's what I say. Um, um, when you're that age, like, you know, when, you, when you're young, you don't, know, you don't know that the shit thing comes along and it will always come along. And with each time you just have to ride it out and often what gets you to do it is thinking, this too shall pass. But when you're still young, yeah. you haven't almost had enough shit yet. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That, it's awful mm-hmm. to say it, but I was kind of gently trying to tell him that, like, mate, this is life. Life is, and sh- parents life is as well, shit sometimes. As, pa- as parents as well, we spend so much of our time, possibly too much, insulating our kids from the shit. Yeah, exactly. When, exactly. when in truth, th- th- there is, like, especially when you get older, life does throw shit at you. And that's life. That's what happens. Exactly, and I've noticed um, with my daughter, who's 16, she can now, things will come up, and I can see that she's got a healthy, <laughs> like, cynicism and world weariness about those things, where she doesn't good. she doesn't try to rail against the injustice of it all as much as she used to. And, mm. and in a way, that's... But when you're still 11, you're an idealist. Your primary school yeah. was a piece of cake. Do you know what I mean? And you're just sort and of like... you've scampered out of being in the top year at primary school oh, where you're yeah. the top dog. Yeah. And you think you've got it cracked. And then all of a sudden, you know, like I've said before, when I started a Chinese Row Comprehensive on the first day and there's six foot tall, six formers wandering around with yeah. facial hair. What yeah. the fuck is this? I know. I asked. I actually asked Len about that. I said, I bet. Is it weird in the playground? Even what you mean? I said, but there must be like year 11s walking around who just look like fucking men. And he went, yeah it's, yeah, it's weird. There are men with beards, especially nowadays. You know, oh, they got beards they, now when you're eleven. Yeah, they have beards. There was one Fuck kid. There was a lad who was mates with my daughter, and I'm pretty sure he had a full beard in year eight. Which, um, in, I'd be, <laughs> I'll be honest, it intimidated me. I, yes, I, I was like, I am fully like, pubic. I, I was, and I wear the beard to represent that. I, I was literally like, I can't grow a beard that fucking full and lush, yeah. and I'm in my forties. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mind you, he's half Brazilian, so I mean, what are you going to do? Oh, well, you, 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 can't le- you can't legislate for that kind of masculinity, can you? Born bearded. Yeah. 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 Born bearded, born sad, sexy. Sad, sad, sad news from Shiny Row, mm. which of course oh, yeah. is where I grew up and, and frolicked. There was someone um, attacked by one of them XL bully dogs yesterday. Oh, no. I don't know if you saw it in the news. No. And he died. <gasps> so uh, yeah. someone was attacked by an XL bully and died in shiny room. Another, yeah, yeah, fucking hell, that's awful, mate. So uh, was this person yeah. known to you or your family? He wasn't known to me. Uh, his, well, his, his nickname was Scouse, and right. he apparently moved to Shiny Row from the area of Liverpool at some point. So he wasn't like a. Re- he was only three year older than me, but he wasn't anyone who I knew of, kind of like from growing up or anything. Mm. He, he was a. Um, no, infiltrator is not the word, but he was uh, an em- emigre, I think you would call him. Right. Immigrant? No, that's mm. not right either. Well, wait, wait till but, old Suella Benjamin gets hold of this story. Fuck, it's it's a sweet spot for her, isn't it? There's all sorts going on XL, there. But this is the b- dream bullies. story. XL bullies, with, but uh, marshalled by Immigrants. an immigrant. I mean, beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's pretty horrible. So that's all the horrible. good stuff about Shiny Row. Oh, my and God. Just, just the day before I'd driven through Shiny Row, and they were, they were putting up a sign because one of, the, one of the local supermarkets called McCall's has been taken over, and a Morrison's Daily sign was going up. Yeah. So Morrison's have now um, 
put their put their their stamp down on on shiny rose patch and there was a a, 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 a little gang of onlookers watching the sign getting put up because obviously it's a big deal Morrisons are in town yeah uh, to rival the co-op and then all of a sudden one day later we've got we've got tragedy in shiny that, rose that's so, really so. horrible I can't believe it it's just terrible mate um but there seems to be a lot of that about these dogs, these XL bullies, but well, well, it's, it's the owners, isn't it? Really, well, strange. The owners, not the dogs. It's like a, it's like a, it's a spate. It's it's like these things. Are they going on all the time? But the press just sometimes decide that's going to be our theme for a while. It's devil dog season or, or, again, or is it? Yeah. Or is it genuinely like suddenly the the XL bullies have something's in the air or the water, and they've all decided to go on a spate of of attacks. Um, Maybe they've been activated through 5G. I've got a friend who owns XL Bullies, and um, I saw on Facebook she was being very defensive of XL Bullies and attacking yeah. attacking the people. She had a, there's Is a, attacking the right word you should use No, there? probably not. There's a, there's a huge amount of memes, which I'm now familiar with from this one person I know who's an XL Bully owner. She shares them right. all. But what I noticed was that the gist of all of them Right, the arguments that, that that were being made by the XL bully uh, supporters was it boiled down to well, never mind XL bullies. What about paedophiles? And I thought that was quite an interesting line to take <laughs> because because it's like, listen, oh yeah, all right, uh, round up, round up all these bullies, these XL bullies, and kill yeah. them. Fine. Meanwhile. A sex offender is allowed out after two years, can change their identity and get government funding to rehouse them, right? And I'm like, what? You, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. What, this a lot is, of that. It's a false comparison. But they're like, well, oh, yeah. oh, is it? This is the society we live in. One XL bully kills someone. Very sad. Suddenly none of us are allowed XL bullies. But meanwhile, there's a paedophile given a, a mansion and a PlayStation by the state. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like um, the comparisons and the false arguments. Like you've seen it at the Tory party conference all week. It's actually really funny because they keep making things up that don't exist and either claiming yeah. that it's a Labour policy or that it's just something that exists in society and attacking it and going, we won't let this happen anymore, even though yeah. they are the government and have been for 13 years. So whatever's going on yeah. has been happening on their watch anyway. And... And uh, it's really interesting because there was a clip going round of like one government minister just making claiming that late that they're going to get rid of Labour's meat tax, but there is this no. This is the Labor, one I was going to talk there's about. There's no the Labour meat, meat tax. There's no Labour meat tax. I don't know tax. what it is. I've heard a lot about that. I don't know what it is. And then there was uh, oh, what's the name? The sexy one, um, Penny Morden. Penny Penny, Penny Morden. With stand her, up and fight. Stand up and fight, which is genu- genuinely the strangest fucking speech I've ever seen. Isn't it? Right? Yeah. But both things reminded me loads of that thing in Alan Partridge where he's interviewing the farmer who's played by Chris Morris and he just yeah. starts making shit up about genetically modified chickens who are six feet tall, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> just because he's got, he, he doesn't know what to say. He's done no research. So he just starts making shit up. Yeah. And I, but yeah, but that. that thing about meat tax was exactly like that interview. I don't know if anyone shared that on Twitter and said, look, this is it. But it's uh, it's an extraordinary, like, public discourse has come down to a lot of that, hasn't it? It's just like making... Yeah. It reminds, yeah. me, of yeah. the, it reminds yeah. me of the time when, like, my brother's ex, ex-wife was sunbathing in a park near our house, like my mum's house. 
and she'd gone around for a sunbathe on a hot day, but me and my brother were in the house. And suddenly she knocked on the door, right? And she was crying. And we went, what's the matter? And she went, there's a dirty old man in the park and he was ogling me and he kept getting closer and closer to me. And it really felt freaked me out, so I ran home. So yeah. me, me and my brother got all a bit punchy and we were like, right, don't worry about it. Yeah. We'll go and sort him out, no problem. The nuts. So we get round there, right? Give me the cook. And uh, he like, that, that cock won't be doing no more nonsense once we're finished with it, right? We'll kick it off his fucking hinge. We got, we got down there. And if you picture a dirty old man, right, what he might yeah, look I am and behave like. one right now. Well, Shall I describe him to you? Yeah. yeah he's kind on. of like one step up from, from a tramp. Yeah. He's wearing, uh, he's got kind of unkempt hair. Correct. He's wearing a Mac. He's yeah. got his hands in the pockets of the Mac, yeah. which he's holding over his uh, his penis, mm. and he's kind of stooped, and he's like going rrr, rrr, like what, that. What you've just described is almost precisely like the man we discovered in the park. <laughs> I'm it's not. Like I'm not joking. It was a boiling hot day, and he was wearing some sort of like Mac, right? Yeah. And he looked boiling hot. His hair was very unkempt. He stunk. It was greasy. black, greasy, ratty hair and mm. a ratty sort of like stubbly beard. Anyway, mm. he's still there, the madman. So we've gone up to him, guns blazing, and said, what's all this, right? And uh, he's obviously denied it. And then we've carried on at him. And he's given it this one. Anyway, you two can fucking talk. And we went, what? What do you mean by that? And he went, <laughs> I've seen you up so oh, in them mucky films. <laughs> And I'm not joking. That's incredible. It was amazing. It was like, yeah. you know when Devin Brown, like I've told you before, but when I interviewed Devin Brown and he told me this technique that when someone's being aggressive with you, you can say something so strange and random. They call it... Just throws it, them off whack. Yeah, it's like, it's a distraction or a suggestion. Yeah. suggestion. And uh, it's just what it did. And we went, what? There was a long pause as we tried to compute the scene. Mm. You can fucking talk, calling me a pervert. I've seen you in them mucky films up so oh, It's disgusting what you two get up to. And then we entered into a row with a dirty old man in the park about whether or not he had seen us in mucky films yeah. up Soho. And yeah. uh, effectively, we'd gone there ready to, like, kick the shit out of him, which once you saw him, you kind of quite really realised there's no way you could do that and keep your dignity because he was like mm. a broken man, right? Yeah. And at the very least, it would have to be just one of you while the other one. Watched. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would. <laughs> it would have. There's no like he wouldn't have. Put, it would be like beating up Mr. Burns. Do you know what I mean? If Mr. Burns was a vagrant, <laughs> and so we weren't going to do that, but we did want to shout at him and reprimand him. But within one two minutes, he was dancing rings around us because mm. it just hit. It blindsided us with an accusation of being porn stars. Which the new, thing is, he'd, he'd, he'd clearly done this before, Sam. He was ready for you. It was incredible. And I would say that was the early 90s. And to this day, mm. my brother and I still fairly regularly text each other out of the blue with the words, I seen you up so-o in those mucky films. <laughs> so that man... <laughs> that man uh, and his, and his uh, psycho fucking emotional bullying techniques, right, has lived with us mm. ever since. 30 years, over 30 years ago, and we're still claiming to have seen each other up Soho in them yeah. lucky films. And, and where's he now? Probably dead. And I, I'm saying it's only a matter of time before, I think the Tory conference is over now, right? But it's only a matter of time yeah. before one of these cunts, when they're being dragged over the coals by a determined journalist interviewer, 
They go, well, how can you... That's it, Emily Maitlis, for So example. let's say Emily Maitlis, yeah. the next time she's going, well, Prime Minister, how can you account that under your watch, the economy has dropped by this percent, crime has risen by this extent, and the health service has this, this amount of waiting list? How do you explain that? And he just pauses and looks at her and goes, well, you can talk. I've seen you up solo in them mucky films. And she goes, I beg your pardon, Prime Minister. You fuck, what you are. You heard. I've seen them. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of the viewers have seen them. You're in mucky films. I'm sorry. And frankly, I find that sickening. So who you are yeah. to sit there judging me for the job I'm doing. I'm working my balls off every week. I've never been in a mucky movie, up Soho yeah. or up anywhere else. So don't you sit <laughs> in judgment of me. Next question. Yeah, that's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. But the Tory conference, though, it seemed remarkably like performance art. Yeah, it was amazing. Almost rather than an actual conference where sensible policies were going to be like announced and discussed it was at the high point for me was Suella Braverman standing on a dog's tail did you see that I heard about it I saw a picture was, of uh, it yeah yeah it was a it was a, a guide dog stall for some reason that they had at the Tory conference and she was just stood there and the dog sat next to her and she's just stood on its tail yeah. I'll never know if that was if that was deliberate or not but fucking dog fucking hell get out of the way you fucking immigrant dog you XL yeah. bully cunt. I'm not an XL bully. Yeah, well, you're probably an immigrant. Oh, oh, no, I ain't. I never, I never bit no one. What about the paedophiles? Uh, I was born in Neeston. I'm as British as they come. Oh, yeah, well, let's see your fucking papers then. Dogs don't have papers. Yeah, well, that's the fucking half the problem. That's what I'm trying to fix. <laughs> Unbelievable. God. I mean, it is, it's, it, I think it's been, I mean, I haven't watched it live on TV, but I've seen so many fantastic clips shared on, on Twitter. And I think it's mm. been one of the most, I think it's like, do you remember when everyone used to be like into Big Brother, you know, yeah. and then X Factor, and then I suppose latterly Love Island, those big shows mm. that everyone get. I don't think there's much, this is on that level. It's like, I think if it yeah. carried on like this, yeah. I'd be every year. Kids, come on, it's the Tory conference. Gather round. We've got some snacks in. I've invited some friends round. Yeah. It'll be like the way people do Super Bowl parties. I, I mean, I, for the first time when I was watching bits of it this week, I found, I found myself thinking, I wouldn't mind going to that. I've been. And have a, just have a look around this time. I've been on at least two occasions to the Tory conference, or as I call it, the hoary nonsense. And... Um, <laughs> It's uh, and I've been to the Labour Party one. Like, did you amend your lanyard? Yeah, to see I always nonsense as well. That, that, if just, I, uh, if I was sent twice for work purposes to the hoary. Yeah, I was for work purposes, obviously. Yeah, but also out of shit, I was thinking of joining the Conservative Party. I thought, what better place to put some feelers out and, fu- and take and take a little nibble, dip my toe in the water, than the conference itself? No, I wasn't. Yeah. But I went down there and. Obviously, I had to show how begrudging I was to be there. So very as soon as I was given the lanyard, yeah, I changed it mm. all the time to hoary nonsense. Um, mm. Yeah, and it's just like as you'd expect; it's full of mental. It's just it's just weirdos, just yeah. fucking weirdos, grasses, yeah. and you know, like I, I notice I'm hesitating to say cunts because although there mm. were obviously cunts there. The, o- the, the over the overriding atmosphere is not one of cuntiness because some people are very polite. You know, you get funny little old women from the women's institutes that go, hello. Yeah. 
oh wow yeah. lovely and all that sort of stuff right so you get we've baked some cakes would you like a yeah, cake it's oh, all, it's love right. a cake thank you very much I baked a cake it's got a gollywog's face on it because that's not no. racist it's not racist it's just funny uh, <laughs> that sort of caper so it's not like you're not allowed I, to do that anymore but it, you should be it's not as overtly cunty as I would have imagined but it's certainly mm. full of fucking weirdos right Couldn't all rise to the top I think it's full of the it sort of people who you wouldn't want to hang around with when you're at school or at any other time. And mm. yet they've somehow all got together and formed a, a gang that runs the country. So it, I know we said they've just like assimilated Nigel Farage back in this week as well. Oh, I saw him singing. They're talking with, about him rejoining the party. I didn't even know he'd been a member in the first place. But yeah, I, I, I tell you, here's my prediction. Nigel Farage will be the next Tory leader. Yeah, I think, he, I, I, I think that's a really strong uh, um, prediction, to be honest, because they're going to be in a complete mess. Mm-hmm. And they know that the only sort of good period they've had in in a long time was in the polls was when Boris Johnson was their leader. Populism. And, yeah. and, and Boris Johnson was just someone who was popular because he was a fucking daft idiot on the telly. Character. And people knew he was, they recognised his name and they thought he was funny. Well, newsflash, he's not funny. He was a dangerous, corrupt cunt. He's a cunt. Right? But, you know, people fell for it. And actually, the clo- they're looking at it now. And they're thinking the closest we could get to that, he can't come back because he's been proven repeatedly to be corrupt and unfit Mm. for office. The closest we can get to it is Farage himself. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. If they get very badly beaten next year, which is a possibility, but, uh, you know, no one, you don't want to get too confident, do you? We all remember 1992. Fuck no. You all Jesus remember 1992. Christ. But clearly... Oh, you're right! Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Imagine fucking if Keir Starmer fucking turns up in a helicopter <laughs> and starts going... In Sheffield. Stand up and fight! Stand up and fight! <laughs> I'll fight you to the death, Penny Modern! <laughs> Woo! His kung fu kicks and stuff. He's got, yeah. a mu- he's got a muscle vest on, some hot pants yeah. and a pair of cowboy boots. And an XL bully on the lead. I'm the new Prime Minister and the XL bully is my Chancellor. Woof! 
yeah, because he could yeah. get he could get carried away. We've all done it. We've all got a little bit too carried away when we think we've succeeded and, and celebrate too early. That's what Kinnock did. And that's what um, that's what Kistama could do. But if they do get wiped, that's what Kevin out, Keegan did, wasn't it, in nineteen ninety six? Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. So I think that Very similar. I think that if they, yeah, if they get wiped out, like some people, like clearly they themselves, as the Tory Party, have given up. They think because that the conference yeah. has just been a a beauty pageant for the next leader. I mean, all that mm-hmm. stand up and fight bollocks. That was not anything to do with the current political situation, all the problems we've got, and everything to do with her trying to position herself. Positioning herself, as, yeah. Like, and, and Suella Braverman did the same, and Kemi Badenoch, now the bookmaker's favourite, she made Mad. a speech in which she claimed that Britain was the best place in the world to be black, which is, uh, it's sort of almost got James Brown vibes to it, you know, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so well, the, the soul, the soul, Godfather of Soul. The Godfather the of Soul. No, not the, no. He would, he'd make an altogether different speech. No, Godfather of Soul. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Making grand statements on behalf of the entire of all black people. The black Do you know community. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so anyway, she said that. So they're all basically doing kind of auditions for the next leader. But the election's like a year away, and they're just thinking, "Fuck it, I'm just going to go for it now." Um, so they, they've given up. They think it's a foregone conclusion. And look what happened. You know, when you get wiped out, parties very often do something quite mad in response. So, for instance, Labour got beaten pretty badly in 2015. And uh, people had been expecting them to win. So they elected Jeremy Corbyn as their leader. Yeah. Which was a bit, a bit like being dumped by your girlfriend and then getting a spider's web tattooed across your face to demonstrate to people that you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that the equivalent the equivalent would be the Tories saying fuck it, let's get Farage in. What's the worst that yeah. could happen? Yeah. Yeah, exactly cuz yeah, is the is the popular he's got that popularity thing and for him it'll be a fucking bonus because he's just all about the grift and the wages would be good. Yeah. But you get to do it for a couple of years, three years, whatever. What about Farage? Five years even, I can, maybe. I can see why some people want it. I mean, obviously, I don't like Nigel Farage, but um, he's got this habit where anything he says, he pisses himself laughing about afterwards. And again, it's mm. a bit like that dirty old man I met that time. It's quite a good distraction technique. Ah, because could be it, up something here. It, even if he said something that's not funny or even quite offensive, he roars with laughter. And even yeah. when I've been in his presence, you find yourself going, <laughs> looking around confused. <laughs> and then you realise what you just said was either utterly inconsequential what? or deeply offensive, but it certainly wasn't fucking funny. What we what we should be doing whenever we see a small boat is launch a rocket grenade at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're yes, like, you're yes, like, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, what? <laughs> And anyway, I've seen you up solo in Mucky Films, so you can shut up. <laughs> no, you haven't. Yes, I have. Have you? Oh. I've t- seen you in Mucky Films with that James O'Brien off of LBC. He's in them too, the <laughs> filthy bugger. <laughs> so he can shut up. Basically, anyone in this room who has ever been in a Mucky Film up solo, leave now yeah. because your opinions lack any validity 
and you yeah. as a person lack credibility. So get out. Mm. And I'm expecting the vast majority of you to get up and get out because I've had a little look around and I'm I recognise s- practically all of your faces yeah. from Mucky Films up so So go. Of course, as well, you have to remember that you don't even need to go to Soho anymore to watch Mucky Films. They're available readily uh, on the internet. If you go up Soho, so, you see the really bad ones. All the proper ones are up Soho still. <laughs> um, it's like, it's yeah. a bit, it reminds me of him get Carter when he gets Dave the Barman out of Minder because he's put his niece in a in a porno, hasn't he? Yeah. What did you do to her? And he, he, um, yeah. he feeds, he force feeds him whiskey i think until he dies um or he force feeds mm. him whiskey and then maybe beats him to death i don't know but you know it's him with his gun doesn't he it's Re- with the butt of the what, gun or what, something. watch out because rishi sunak the more desperate he gets the more prone he'll be to doing that he'll, he'll turn up on who knows where channel four news right and he'll mm. be like he'll pull out a bottle of bell's whiskey and he'll be fucking forcing it down the neck of whoever it is that presents it these days I think Christian Guru Murphy's Christian gone. Christian Guru Murphy's he's busy. He's busy doing Strictly at the minute. Christian Guru so Murphy, who is Kathy Newman, who is definitely a national treasure for saying what a cunt at the end of that fucking interview <laughs> yeah. with that Tory MP. <laughs> yeah, he went what a cunt. He got caught on mic. They fucking suspended him. So he went all right, dickheads. I'm going to go and do Strictly in that case. <laughs> he, he's my man of the year. I'm gonna I'm gonna dance it off. Yeah. Oh, I'm not allowed to call a Tory MP a cunt now, aren't you? All right, fuck oh, it. Watch this go. fucking... Oh, watch, what, my, watch my fucking Paso Doble cunts. Watch this fucking Argentine tango. Get a load of that. <laughs> Do you watch Strictly? Not, I can't, not, I can't not anymore. I used to. I used to. Uh, I used to love it, actually. And then I used right. to watch it... Thinking back, I used to watch it even before my kids were born. And then... When they were younger, it did become that cliched sort of Saturday night, come on, autumn, quite cosy, let's watch Strictly, yeah. right? And so, yeah. and the kids were quite into it, and we'd all be like saying who we wanted to win. And then about two years ago, it's just like, just fucking stopped, just got bored. My problem with it is too long. It fucking goes on forever, yeah. mate. Plus, yeah, and this is mean. controversial, I got nothing against the presenters of it, Winkle Wonkle and, uh, and Tess Daly, right? Tess Durbeville. Uh, Tess Durbeville and Henrietta Winklewonkle. They're fine by me, right? But I must yeah, say... It should be us, though, shouldn't it? Uh, yeah, first of, of all, it should be us, right? <laughs> Andy, are you up there with the dancers? <laughs> yeah, I am. There's some cunt off a of fucking casualty. All right, tell us about the dancing then. <laughs> right. <laughs> but for me, it was about Brucey. I mean, mate, I went, yeah. I went once. I sat in the fucking audience, right? Because my as brother, as a journalist or as a man? no, as a as a punter, my bro, I did right. know, I did sort of vaguely know someone in it that year, right? Um, right. But she didn't get me the tickets. It was a long time ago, but she didn't get me the tickets. I, I didn't know that well. I, she'd come on a radio show I was doing to to promote it on more than one occasion, and then one week she said. I can't reveal our identity because there's lots of good things about her, right? But she's gone. Yeah, tell us afterwards. I'm going. Oh, I re- I really like it. I'm I'm bang into it. And she's gone. Yeah, come down one night and then we'll go for a drink after, right? Not just. Do you want to WhatsApp me the name? Do you want to WhatsApp me the name now? Yeah, we're, you won't we're believe it because she is actually a person that is of like close, person of interest. Is a sort of of interest. <laughs> um. Anyway, 
she said, come down for a drink, right? And I was like, oh, yeah. Well, as it happens, and she wasn't just saying it to me. It wasn't like, come on. She Like, well, two things, right? She, first, the runner, right, who was a handsome young lad, has gone to me. Oh! He's gone. Oh, uh, oh! And this was a long time ago before she was in the relationship she's currently in. And well, he, that's enough. And he goes, um, <laughs> oh, uh, you should... Um, he goes, yeah, it's this runner, nice lad, handsome, very young. Mm. And he goes, Era, you know that, what's her name? I go, yeah. She asked me out for a drink. I went, don't be daft. She asked us all to go, like, you know, us and the producers, everyone, go and watch her on Strictly and then go for a drink. I went, no, no. She came to me personally and said, me and you should go for a drink sometime. And I was astounded. Ooh. And I said, what did you say? And he went, oh, I said I had a girlfriend. And I said, oh. I said, have you got a girlfriend? And he went, no, but I just panicked. I said, well, oh. you're an absolute cunt, mate, right? <laughs> Fucking hell. I, I was fuming with him. But anyway, um, so no, my brother, right? One of my brothers is mates or was, was mates or matey enough with Bruno Tonioli, right? Yeah. <laughs> Course, yeah. Bruno Toblerone, right? Because <laughs> he, he was the team cunt. Uh, my, my brother, <laughs> the he, club cunt, my, isn't he? My brother used to make ads for a living, right? And whenever there's any, any dancing in an ad, any dancing yeah. at all, it was like, get Bruno Toblerone on the fucking phone. He'll yeah. come and do the choreography. And he'd been doing that stuff for years, long before Strictly. That was his job. I think he's made to a banana rama going oh. back to doing choreographing oh. them. And they're, they're unchoreographable. They are. I mean, I can't believe that they had a choreographer. But he also, of course, if you if you watch the I'm Still Standing video, he's in that. He, oh, yeah. He, right? he is, he's, yeah he's, that, he's, he's in that painted as a fucking leopard, mate. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's some video as well. This Good like, for him. It's, one yeah, of the, it's, one it's of the possibly best. diveable. It's, it's a fucking diveable video for sure. <laughs> it's a history box. Elton's got a fucking piano on the beach in fucking Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get too deeply into it now because we should do that. And but, he's yeah. wearing a straw boater. <laughs> yeah, off his tits on cooking. Yeah. yeah. Get fucking Toblerone. Yeah. Get on the blower to Toblerone. Fly him over here with 20 fucking muscly dancers and tell him I want them all body painted as wildcats. Meet me here on the beach in four hours. And in the meantime, get a grand piano craned in. <laughs> this is going to... onto the beach. Helicopter. Mark my words, this is going to be a monster hit for old Elton. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he'd been doing it for years. So my brother sort of knew him and he said... Uh, he bumped into him or whatever, and he's gone, oh, you must come down. So he's got four tickets, me, nice my brother, one. his missus, and my missus. We've gone down. Brucey's still mm. in charge. In his so he's Yeah, it was like imperial. Well, it was an imperial phase, Brucey, but it was certainly Brucey. What, what, what do you think was imperial phase Brucey? Uh, well, I think it was even before my time, because my favourite Brucey incarnation ever was definitely play your cards right. Okay. Yeah. That for me is the ultimate game show. Yeah. And I loved him when he did that. But when I think about it, when I watch documentaries or whatnot about light entertainment, it feels to me that his imperial phase was probably when he was doing the generation game in the seventies. Yeah. Which is yeah. I, I was either not born or too I wasn't sentient yet. 
So I vaguely remember it for a few years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember. I, I remember Larry Grayson doing it, but then mm. I do remember Brucey came back in the nineties to do he it. Did. And I did, did, and I did enjoy that. But I think that Strictly was his Indian summer, and uh, mm. he was he was very good on it. And I found, and I, to be honest, I was really, I was sort of excited to be in the same room as him. But don't forget, he did ring up Sky News once when I was on Sky News because I made a joke at his expense, and he came on air and had a pop at me, which I've told you about before. Oh. And we can't find online, but I'm telling you, it fucking happened, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, it didn't matter. I loved God, him. I admire that though. I mean, I know, it's, I know, you know, didn't end up. I just, you, I just imagined him sat on the sofa, right, eating his cornflakes. Oh yeah, it's watching fucking Eamon Holmes on Sky. Oh yeah, I like this. Oh yeah, they talk about news, good. And then suddenly I've gone something like, well, what? Bruce is <laughs> Bruce is getting a bit old nowadays, isn't he? And he spat out his cornflakes. He's gone to him, Mrs. Who's this cunt? <laughs> Literally, get, who get, the fuck get the yellow is this pages. Cunt? Get the yeah. other pages, get Sky yeah. News number. Yeah. Oh, fuck, no. Bell. I'm not having this. Who the fuck is this anonymous fucking cunt sat on that sofa? He shouldn't yeah. even have the fucking words, Bruce Forsyth, in his stupid-looking fucking mouth. And he rang out and he went, that awful man you had on the sofa, I don't know what his name is. He kept saying that. And I was like, Brucey, yeah. listen. Right? Nice one. That's good. Brucey, you don't need to play those games with me to make me feel small. I already feel yeah. small. I feel small anyway. But then on top of that, in comparison to you, Bruce Forsyth, you're my hero. Like, and were you still on on screen at the time when he rang up? Yeah, did they, uh, did they drag was, you back in? I was definitely there. I can't remember if I was. I think I had to just sit there and listen to him talk to Eamon Holmes about what a cunt I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah not for the fir- I mean, that yeah. is not for the first or last time that sort of thing has happened. And I just, you know, I just have to sit there and take my medicine. And what, yeah. what what gets me through it is that if I was under the illusion that I wasn't a stupid cunt and I sort of thought, oh, no, I reckon I'm quite important, and then it would hit me hard. But when you're operating from a position of I'm a stupid cunt, if someone rings up and says he's a stupid cunt, it's okay because you just go, yeah, that's right. Mm. It does. Maybe it's Brucey telling you that. And if, and if it's Brucey, it's twice as yeah. easy to take. You think, Mate, most people are stupid cunts in comparison to you. But yeah, at the end of my night at, as a guest of Bruno Toblaroni, who I didn't even meet, he came over and spoke to my brother, but I don't think I spoke to him. Uh, at the end, when they finished the credits roll, it's all live. You can't go for a piss throughout the whole show, which is really difficult, right? right? Yeah. Um, and so you're desperate for it's a piss. It's a very long show, like you But said. then everyone, yeah. you see at the end of the show, everyone, all the people in the audience start wandering out onto the dance floor and all the different contestants come out and they're all hugging and crying and kissing. And we were in the second to front row, so you could actually see me. I recorded it and watched it back. And I paused it when you could see me. <laughs> Look, there I am. I did that with a snooker last year as well. There yeah. I am at Strictly. Having such a nice time. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and she came on, the girl in question, and she spotted me and she pointed over and made the drink motion to me. Whoa. And I felt like Sid James with fucking Joan Sims in Carry On Camping because my wife held by me and went, was she looking at you? <laughs> it ain't just me. She wants us all to go out for a drink. And she went, well, it looked like it. You and her had something arranged. And I went, la. She asked the runner out. I blurted it out just to protect myself. It ain't me. She wants it's him. It's not me. She wants it. It's little Jimmy, the runner. He's only 19. That's what she's into. <laughs> 
<laughs> I fucking panicked, mate. I landed everyone oh, right in there. Hell. But yeah, that, that was my street friend. But yeah, no, I don't watch it anymore. I hate to sound no, like an no. old cunt, like my mother-in-law would say something. She get, like revels. You know how old people revel in saying, well, I don't know who any of those people are. Right, they love yeah. it. People well, love doing that. You, you know the, some of them. The truth is, I don't, don't know. know I don't know who they are. Most of them now, and I know that makes me sound like a cunt. Because anyone who used to say that to me when I was younger, I'd think mark of a cunt. Someone yeah, who brag, brags about not watching mm. the, the telly. Oh, I wouldn't know because I don't watch it like that. It's like, mm. but now I'm at a stage. I do watch telly, but I think telly's so fragmented that you don't keep up with all the different people anymore, do you? Yeah. Yeah, maybe one of us will get on it next year. Not presenting, dancing. Oh, I'd love to. They'll yeah. run out of proper stars eventually. Anyway, the podcast um, are special. This year, Strictly does podcasts. <laughs> fucking hell. Fucking hell. Well, then everyone's a podcaster, so that, that widens the net yeah, pretty much, true. doesn't it? Um, and then Big Brother starts again. They're reactivating that on Sunday on, night. On ITV? Is it normals? Is it normals or is it... Normals, um, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, okay. Probably worth a look for a couple of days. Yeah, that used to be See banging, goes. didn't it? Yeah, it'd be awful. Um, all right, do you want to do some predictions? Yeah, sure. I'll get a, a thing up on the screen. Uh, you won't be able to see it on your on your YouTube. Uh, Brighton, uh, Brighton versus Liverpool. Oh, I find this a tough one to call. Uh, Liverpool, of course, now operating like Sheffield United with five lawyers on I the bench, know, part of their substitutes. Much as I Fuck dislike me. Tottenham, I just really hate that. Yeah, because, probably because oh, of the Sheffield United sake. thing. You think, fuck's sake, cunts. We've had shit like that happen against it. I mean, I would wager that that sort of shit happens to, in benefit of Liverpool more than most clubs. If you play them at yeah. Anfield, they're always getting decisions. So just like, it all, it's all swings and roundabouts, cunts. Do you yeah. know what I mean? As, yeah, fuck it. Um, but anyway, I would say that's going to be 2-1 to mm. Liverpool. Two, 2-1 to Liverpool. Um, I think it'll be, I'm going to go 2-1 to Brighton. For some weird reason. Crystal Palace versus Nottingham Forest. I'll go first on this. I hope you're enjoying this InVision predicting if you're watching on YouTube. Crystal Palace, Nottingham Forest will be uh, 2-0 to Crystal Palace. I'm going to predict that is 2-1 Crystal Palace. Okay. Uh, Burnley versus Chelsea. Oh, You can go first on that I'm going to say 1-0 Burnley, mate. I'm going to pull a results spot on that. I think Chelsea are kind of sorting themselves out. I'm going to go 1-0 Chelsea. Uh, Sunderland versus Middlesbrough, Saturday dinner time, 12.30 kick-off. Uh, I'll go first on that Tying one. Tying the, um, the Atletico Mids derby. It's the Atletico Mids derby. And it will be... 2-0 to Sunderland. Wow. I don't actually know how Middlesbrough are doing this season. So I'll say 3-1 Sunderland. Fucking hell. It'll probably finish 1-1. One, one. And then West Ham versus Newcastle. Your team versus results. What's team? 2-1 West Ham. They'll be exhausted from their endeavours against Even PSG. Though, yeah. Wow. It'll be hungover. Quite, a, remar- quite um, a remarkable result, wasn't it? Uh, I've got no, no, no doubt. No sick knowledge it, of it. Sickening for you. I was watching Sunderland, Sunderland beat Watford 2-0. Oh, and then I had darts on. Um, <laughs> I, I'll go for... I'll go for 1-1 one, one for that one. So that's the predictions. That's the episode. Uh, thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 